What's going on YouTube? Welcome back to another episode of Power Down. And I shouldn't just say YouTube at the beginning because we are also on iTunes and SoundCloud. Yeah, I always never like give that plug at the beginning. I give it at the end. Yeah. But now you, if you're watching this on YouTube, what's up? iTunes, uh, I keep almost saying Spotify. I need to get us on Spotify. But like, I remember I tried one day and it was like confusing to me. It was like different than iTunes. I don't know what's going on. I'll try we'll to get us. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I'm here with Amanda the Jedi as always, Yo. and this is a podcast that I've been wanting to. How long have I been talking about doing this podcast, Jedi? Dude, months. Months. I've been waiting months. for months to do this. Kind of like the right time, I guess, to like talk about my experience. This is gonna be me and my perspective only, pretty much, and Amanda's, I guess, because she kind of was, you know, along for the ride on a lot of this. I was. Um, my through friends or through personal experience yes exactly yeah mm -hmm. um my experience with moving to texas uh with optic and working with infinite and if you guys saw like the eavesdrop with hector and davis they gave you know a lot of information of what happened but some of it they there were there were some things that i was surprised they didn't talk about and there are going to be a couple things that i don't really want to mention but only to protect myself i guess mm -hmm. i don't know how would you look at it jenna i'm just trying to i'm trying to protect myself and also because <laughs> i don't i'm not the type of person to talk about this stuff but i think it's important yeah. now that i moved back home to kind of like like there was a lot of stuff that i wanted to tell like my stream or like even just yeah. share with people on twitter when it was happening but i just felt like i'm still in it and i can't yeah. really talk about it Absolutely. And it's not necessarily to say that everybody that's involved in certain companies were evil and out to get people. No. It's just kind of way the way the world went. It's like I think each of us have our own people that we feel like personally wronged us more than someone else. But yeah. you know. For sure, dude. There's I mean yeah. it's it's just it was such an insane experience that I feel like I have to share it because people maybe don't understand like why it was so difficult in Texas, specifically for me. Uh, or why yep. it felt so weird. Uh, so this is just going to be kind of like a timeline podcast episode of everything that went down, minus a couple things that were said in like private meetings, just because I don't want the reputation of being the person that blurts out what was said in private meetings. Also, I don't know if that's against what the contract I signed. So yeah, I'm not. It could be. <laughs> I did sign a contract that was like, yo, don't talk a bunch of shit. So, I don't know if it's even what it said. I'm just, I don't even know what's no, in the contract. The contract was so long. I don't, wow, I'm scared of what's in there. I did read it. Just, okay. I did have my quote unquote agent help me look it over as well. Mm. So then they told me like, yeah, I That's wouldn't it. sign that. And I was like, well, <laughs> I'm gonna anyways. <laughs> yeah. Bro, it's so long. Anyway, let's let's get back to the beginning. So I've been in Optic since 2010, right? I've been I was a part of yeah. like the the Optic Girls team. Then that dissolved. Then I was a part of the Sniper team. I was making content on Optic Nation or Optic Gaming YouTube channel, whatever you want to call it. I'm gonna refer to yeah. it as Optic Nation throughout this podcast, because mm -hmm. um, that's what it is to me. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, if you guys don't know, I've been a part of the team for a long time. I've worked alongside Hector, Nature, all those guys for the longest. Um, I look up to Hector an incredible amount. Don't Hector, if you're watching this, don't listen to this part. He is an amazing mentor, friend, brother figure, and I'll never uh, not think positively of him. He's gone to bat for me. I've gone to bat for him if I ever have the opportunity, and I just respect him a lot. And so that's why when I had gone down to uh, I'd gone down to the Optic Scuff House in Chicago for some like brisk market, like I don't know some. some oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, what's yeah. the word for what do they call those? 
when you edit uh, for a when you do a, a series for a certain company, I'm can't think of the Deliverable, yeah, I knew it started with a D. Yeah, went down there for a deliverable, and Davis is in the car with me. We're on our way to shoot this thing, and he's talking about like how we're gonna maybe move to Frisco, Texas, uh, as a, as a squad, as a team, and they're not gonna be in Chicago anymore. And did he they said, use the word Frisco? They did, which is oh. which will lead to some confusion down the line. Okay, okay. right. Okay. You will be as confused as I was, guys. <laughs> so he said the word Frisco, and he's saying, like, yeah, we're going to move, and um, I want, like, a source-fed vibe, like, different sets that we shoot different series on, and you're going to be involved, and the COD guy's going to be involved, and the CS team's going to be there. We're going to come conglomerate and collaborate and mm-hmm. it's gonna be fucking sick and i was like dude that sounds yeah. fucking sick like <laughs> yeah. like i've never really wanted to move from minnesota but when i heard about that i was like wow i never got to live at 60 50 i never you know got to live in the scuff house okay. so maybe this is like my opportunity to fucking like slide in there so i'm like okay cool like i find out about that and then like hector in person i think i was down there to record a podcast as well i think that i don't know if that's still up on whatever channel it went up on um but he told me, he's like, yeah, we're moving to Texas and you're coming with. And I was like, bro, I'm down. Like, I had no idea what that meant, but I was down yeah. because like I've been a part of Optic for so long. I wanted to get more integrated into the content and just with the guys. And so I was like, fuck yeah, dude. I started to tell my family the, these rumblings. I told my girlfriend at the time, I was like, yo, I know you were about to move here to Minnesota to live with me, but I'm moving to Texas now. So what do you think about all that? And she said, wow, that's crazy. I'll still move in with you more on that later and so (laughs) I started to tell my family and this was in like August of 2017 yeah and I started to notice like a shift like as as more information's like kind of coming out about it I keep hitting up Hector like hey like when do you think I should move where should I be looking for an apartment all this stuff he's like yeah we're gonna do apartments we're probably gonna give you a stipend every month for these apartments um here's where you should look and I start to notice, like, throughout the, like, me trying to do research. Because I'm very much a person, like, I like to plan it out. Like, this was happening in, like, two or three months. I had to give a 60-day notice at my current apartment that I was living at. Like, I was trying to plan my shit out. And I start to yeah. notice, like, when I'm hitting up Hector for this information, he's starting to redirect me to Jay. And I was like, oh, like, okay, so maybe, like... Hector's not as in charge of this as I thought. I knew that Jay was going to have, like, he was, he'd already been working with Hector on a lot of things at that point. And so I just viewed it as, like, okay, maybe Jay is, like, a little bit more in charge of this whole move thing. And I remember it was a phone call where they're both in the same car and they were talking to me on the phone. They were both in there and they'd both told me, yeah, move to uh, Uptown or fuck, what was it called? Like, something market, Uptown or yeah i forget what it's called like uptown something market i forget the neighborhood but they were like yeah uptown dallas like that's where you want to be um we're planning to move everybody or everything by the by the time cod world war ii comes out which was the very beginning of november i'm like okay cool so i go down to texas with my mother i flew us both out cost a little mint and i i kind of made it like a little little mini vacation Mm -hmm. we're on the rooftop pool fucking hanging out i find this apartment um with the stipend in mind that they had told me that i was gonna get and i find this apartment i get a two bedroom because i'm like yo i need space because my girl's this girl's gonna move in with me like i need space i need all this and i sign a motherfucking lease in dallas texas and i don't feel very dumb about this because hector been told i'd been told to and hector had also very shortly after signed a lease in True. almost the same neighborhood he lived like not very yeah. far from me 
in that gorgeous like Gor- window. Yeah, his apartment was thing. his apartment oh was way God. cooler than my apartment. Yeah, you had a cool apartment. I though. had a it very nice. cool. It was very nice apartment, and I, I thought that like the stipend and the girls' income was gonna mesh with mine. None of that happened. So. You see, what had happened was, I remember coming back, <laughs> what, what was? I remember f- coming back from looking at the apartment, because I told them that I was going to go look. I told Jay and Hector I was going to go look. Yeah. And they said, yeah, like, look in this neighborhood, here's our timeline. So I come back, and I say, hey, is our timeline, like, still before COD World War II? He, Jay says, yes. And I, I'm like, okay, cool, I signed a lease. He's, he sounded surprised that I signed a lease. And in my stomach, I was like, oh, no, something ain't right with that. Right. Like, like, and this whole experience, you'll notice the more I tell more stories, there's a whole bunch more feelings like that of like, oh, that's weird. Like, why is that such a weird feeling? Like, why does this not feel like a positive thing? So I'm like, he's like, okay, yeah, well, you know, whatever. Like, you got to do your thing. They paid for me to get out of my current lease uh, a little bit early. It wasn't very much money. It was like a small fee. And I'm like, cool, I'm going to move down there. So I started to get everything ready. They tell me that they'll pay for a certain amount of my cross-country move. I was an Mm -hmm. idiot. And if if you're ever about to move cross-country, do not. And I repeat, do not. Unless you got it like that, do not hire a cross-country moving company. Here's what you do. You rent a U-Haul. You hire movers at both locations. Yeah. Do not do cross-country movers. I did. I never moved across country. I didn't know that. I had no idea how expensive this would be. When I called the movers and I had them kind of like give me an estimate or whatever, they gave me like an estimate that was well within, um, you know, what optic or I don't want to say J, but like what the company was going to give me to move. And I was like, cool. They get there to move my stuff that day. Well, no, I'm I'm getting too far ahead of myself. So a week before, I'm about to move to Dallas, Texas. Pomage texts me. I can't remember if he tweeted something. He tweeted that he was in Frisco. And because, like, I'd heard Frisco initially from Davis, but then that was, like, then they started looking for, like, office spaces in Dallas, and they were confident they were going to move down there. And a Mm -hmm. week before, I get no communication from anybody about this, by the way that Pomage is in Frisco looking for an apartment. I saw his tweet. I immediately text him. I'm like, Austin, what is going on? Why are you like saying Frisco? And he's like, yeah, Frisco is the spot. That's where the office is going to be. I just sold my car. I was about to move to Dallas with my cats and myself and my stuff into an apartment that I was starting to feel unsure if this girl was going to move in with me or not. And I was like, oh shit, this sucks. I know. So I contact Jay. Because, like I said, Hector was not my main point of contact for the move stuff. Jay now was, right? Yeah. So I was like, yo, like, what's up? What happened? And he's like, yeah, we got this blah, 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 incredible opportunity in Frisco. And he starts to tell me this whole five-year plan (laughs) that on paper sounds really good. Don't get me wrong. Like, everything that these people and these companies tell you on paper, it always sounds fucking amazing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, cool, man. Like, I got it. So what do you want me to do about my fucking situation? I'm not going to have a car. I said, this is not my mistake. I was explicitly told what neighborhood to move into and when. And I also find out that the rest of the guys are not going to move there until, like, December. And they ended up not even moving until, like, the third week of December. I was going to be down there October 15th. Or, no, October 17th, 2017. I was was two months early in the wrong apartment, in the wrong city. I remember because I show up to your place in Dallas mm-hmm. for the Dallas event and I'm like this place is nice and you're like yeah too bad I gotta move yeah I still had like half my stuff packed I found out like a week before and so I contact yeah. Jay I'm like listen I signed this lease and it's gonna cost me like 
I think it was $4,000 or $4,100 to get out of the lease. And I said, I'm not paying that. And he said, no, no worries. We'll, we'll figure it out. Just we'll figure yeah. out, we'll pay for your move. We'll figure out how to get you out of that lease. I was like, cool, whatever, bro. So I fucking drive down to Dallas with my two cats. Um, hold on. I'm getting like ahead of myself. Kind of, I guess not really. Like when I, when I arrived in Dallas, even despite all of this like negativity and like that weird, like feeling of like, oh, something's not right here. Like, why is this mm-hmm. so unorganized? You're um, still excited. I was excited because I was like, I finally get to be like with the dudes and be in content. It's going to be sick. When I got down there, you can tell by like some of my uploads on my channel and how much I was streaming. Like I was dedicated and I was ready. Mm -hmm. I was charged up until I found out that girl wasn't, she wasn't, she's not coming. Like the the apartment, two bedroom, it's all me, baby. This giant apartment in fucking downtown Dallas. And maybe that's my fault. Blessed that you had to move to Frisco. No, it, no, it, it is a blessing because I'll, I'll go into why. But um, oh yeah, of course. But yeah, I and I, maybe that was my own mistake. Although she did tell me she was moving, she also no, you... at one point said, "Don't dictate what you choose on me." And in my head, I was like, "Yeah, that's fine," but I still want to have enough space for us. So anyway, it is what it is. Water to the bridge. Okay, it's, it is what it is. All right. Yeah, it's okay. That stuff happens. Everybody's all- it's all it's it's, it's all no much respect yeah. to everybody involved except for yeah, awesome. fucking <laughs> so basically i moved to dallas i get there and i'm mad hype bro and then i'm there for a couple of weeks i'm a little settled in but i'm also not fully unpacking because i'm aware that i'm going to be moving and i don't know where i'm going to be moving i'm still under the assumption or under the last thing i was told was you're going to be getting a stipend every month for rent on an apartment i was like cool so Jay tells me to be patient. I'm annoyingly hitting him up all the time for the money from my move because my move ended up being twice what I thought it was going to be. So those movers were like, mm, yeah, they know. were terrible too, dude. Like one of them was like definitely a drug addict. It was really weird, bro. Like, and I don't even say that lightly. I would never diss somebody unless no. I think they need to be dissed. That dude was terrible. So anyway, whatever, man, whatever, man. If you're going to move across country, you haul movers on both ends. Don't ever do like a van line. Unless you got it like that. I thought I had yeah, it, like you that. it like that. Or like <laughs> they misquoted me. Like, cause I was on the phone with the guy telling him all of my stuff. I told him all of the items and what they mm-hmm. were and how many of them there were. It was crazy. So anyway, I move, I'm, move, I'm in Dallas and I'm like, man, there's nobody else down here. Like Hector had moved down there eventually, but he wasn't even there the whole time. Like he was in and out like all the time. Yeah. yeah and, I remember from the vlogs. Yeah. And then finally Davis gets into town and I'm like, thank God. Thank God David is here. He's so awesome. And he's like, hey, um, I want to do a deliverable for Brisk. Let me come over and we'll shoot this. I was like, dope, bro. Come over to my new empty yeah. apartment where I was supposed to have a girlfriend and my cat. <laughs> I was I was going through it at the time. I know. And you handled it really well, though. Somehow. I don't know. Dude, it was really rough. So he comes over. And this is another moment where I was like, something's not right here, bro. I go, oh no, there was another moment before this. God, I don't know if I should tell this story. There's so many stories that I don't want to tell because it explicitly names people. Yeah. And I don't. I just want to say just the universe tests us so we can be our best us. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I'd I'd had another run in with someone where I got 
weird vibes that I was about to work with and I was like something's not right here like and it's I'm just this type of person like I always listen to my gut and my gut was telling me like Ashley something's not right here I go out Mm. with Davis we shoot this video that never ended up being uploaded but he was trying to pad his portfolio because he got down to Dallas or close to moving and he had found out like like he said in the eavesdrop that he was going to have a boss and it was going to be much more structured than he initially thought like he went from going and looking for office spaces with these people to Mm -hmm. oh by the way this guy's your boss he's getting paid mad money probably to do whatever he's doing i'm not sure i mean and no offense like like that guy the the president knows to like him no yeah i liked him a lot at first they didn't i don't think and then they like grew to like i never had and this is a thing people personally with all these people that i'm gonna mention or talk about 90 percent of them i like these people they're great mm-hmm. people they're hard workers it's just the whole i feel like everybody was sold lies everybody was sold no yeah a everyone was told their narrative yeah and then they get there and it's all different i'm sure that this yeah. story that i'm telling is like how countless other people who had to work for infinite felt um mm-hmm. so so i'm going out to dinner with davis we're talking and he's telling me all this stuff he's like yeah like this is happening i'm telling him like yeah dude I, i'm i'm single now i live in the wrong apartment 45 minutes away i'm paying the rent fully out of my nose i paid for my move out of my nose i haven't been reimbursed i paid like six thousand dollars after it was all said and done and i said i need to be bought out of my lease he's not answering me about that and he's like what the fuck dude and i was like yeah. dude i know bro and i was like but congrats on winning videographer of the year davis because you deserve it <laughs> That's what that's what he won his that's when he won his first one. His first one. So I find out finally before uh too long, I put in like my two months at that apartment that was in the wrong place where I didn't even mm-hmm. have a vehicle. Because I'm not I wasn't even able to commute to Frisco from where I was. Yeah. Like cheaply anyway. It's at like all. a fucking eighty dollar yeah. Uber one way. Yeah. So I was like, Jay calls me, he's like, Hey, um, good news. And this is stuff I didn't know that that would happen when I moved down there. He says, mm-hmm. we're going to pay for your apartment in Frisco fully. We're going to get you out of your lease. Sorry about that, by the way. Um, we're also going to give you a salary. And I was like, I didn't even know that was going to happen when I moved. Like, what I was just expecting. Yeah, I was like, I was expecting like a stipend or whatever. And I was like, oh, cool, yeah. man. Like, dull, bro. Like, let's do it. They mm-hmm. did pay for me to get out of that lease that I signed. Um, yeah. Which I just, I still don't understand, like. I don't think I was wrong to sign that lease, bro. I really don't. You weren't because the way you, you like clarified with them multiple times, like this is the area I'm looking, I'm getting, I'm literally, I gave them. It was I'm, too, yeah. Am I good? You even told me, I asked them multiple times if I was good to give my place the notice that yeah. I was going to be leaving. No, and yeah, I said, planned. Yes. They did because I was like, I have to plan this 60-day notice perfectly with my move because I don't want to pay an extra month of rent in Minnesota that I don't need to. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, they had told me like specifically the timeline. Well, it turns out, Everyone was not there by World War II. Everyone was there at the end of December of 2017. Yeah. Two months later. So I spent two months in downtown Dallas. It was a pretty good experience. I was also heartbroken at the time, but whatever. I was still charged up because I was thinking this is going to be the fucking opportunity of my lifetime. I remember that day that I went out for burgers with Davis. I said to him, and he might not remember this, but I remember it clearly. We're at a stoplight. We're getting ready to cross crosswalk. And I said, man, I just feel really great. I feel like this whole opportunity is a blank canvas and we can just make it whatever we want. And Mm -hmm. he hesitated to be on that same vibe with me. And I was like, Uh, oh, no, like this stuff is really not going like great so far. And so I don't know if he remembers that, but I specifically remember that. Like the vibe was different. So I get to Frisco. Your girl signs a contract that 
mm-hmm. agent guy told me to probably not sign or at least <laughs> negotiate a little bit. Um, and I'm thinking, all right, bro, like stuff's going to finally get better. Like these two months were terrible. So now I can. But stop. stuff's going to fucking start to really work out. Holy fuck was I wrong. Oh my god, I was so wrong. I arrived in Frisco. Frisco is decent. I didn't seem to hate the apartments we lived in yeah. uh, as much as some of the guys did. They were not amazing apartments, but I've also, like, coming where I've come from, I've lived in way worse places. Um, yeah, they, they seem like fine apartments to me. Nah, fuck them, dude. At, by the end of it, I started to hate them. Like, the people right. that live there are terrible. The management yeah. was terrible, except for one guy. Yo, Bryce, you're the homie. You're the best. <laughs> and then one of the maintenance guys, I forget his name. I'm so sorry. I wonder if he's going to ever watch this, but he was so cool. Um, yeah. So a couple people, fair, the people. The people above you were horrible. Oh, my God, bro. There's a whole, That's a whole other podcast, dude. Yeah, we'll <laughs> make that's going to be a good one, because now you don't have to worry about shit. Yeah, dude, exactly. <laughs> so I get to Frisco. And I'm like, yo, this is going to be lit. Like, I started to kind of think, like, you know, these two months were horrible. But honestly, this is a new beginning. It is a blank canvas, and I'm ready to fucking, like, make it my... Oh, I'm so excited. I was charged up, bro. And the vibe was way different than what I thought it would be. Um, Not only with the content guys, but everybody else. So my first experience with people that, like, weren't the core, like, old guard guys represent... By the way, I'm wearing the shirt today, yo. Um yeah. My first interaction, I some I don't know who it was, maybe someone from the PUBG team at the time. Uh, I think it was Tanner, seventeen. He was super nice. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I think he invited me out to go to main event for New Year's Eve, and I was like, "Yo, cool! Like I'm fucking down. That sounds dope." And I go to main event. That's where I meet the man himself for the first time ever. I met Hypoc for the first time ever. Oh, it was amazing. I love Hypoc. Hypoc. I'll talk about him more at the end. He is definitely one of the bright spots of texas for me he's an amazing person um i met a bunch of like the PUBG guys i met some of the corporate employees some of the what do you call them some of the apparel guys they were super cool it was like a okay, super yeah. cool night out except for this one dude tried to kiss me at new year's like he asked if he could kiss me and i was like you were like no holy man. fuck man i thought like i look pretty gay but maybe i don't i don't know was I, it an employee or a random no it was a friend of someone who worked there and he was a cool guy and like he'd i'd kind of noticed he'd taken like some attention to me over because it's like main event you're playing games and stuff yeah and we're drinking a little bit this girl can hang with the guys no yeah no yeah and i like most like and these are all new people right maybe they don't know my reputation they don't know like i'm super gay bro there's people that literally have said they've been subbed to you for like years that are like less a bit (laughs) <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> true that's true and so i don't expect it's not like a weird around on my forehead but like i no. will wing you bro but don't hit on me you're just wasting your time anyway at least he asked i don't know he was that's super true, nice it was true. a great it was a great night i'm not i yes. just i had to add that funny anecdote i thought it was funny. Yeah, it's, it is so a funny i go to the office for the first time at the beginning of the year and what hector and um davis recall i recall as well i remember walking in and everything that had been told to us until that point appeared to be a bold lie because I walk in, there's flags of these other companies alongside yeah, the optic like one. Lincoln and I was like, Obey. I was like, who's infinite? Like, I didn't even understand. Like, I thought optic moved to Texas. I didn't know optic was absorbed by this big shell company. And then there's all these other shell companies. It was never explained to us. Well, I shouldn't say never. It was not explained to me until four months later, the actual like plan for what we were doing 
Um, the night, like, going to main event, getting invited out by 17, that type of mixer should have happened between everybody right away. Yes. Th- and absolutely. it didn't. And I'll touch more on that later. But mm-hmm. I go into the office. I see, like, what appears to be millions of people, but really it's probably, like, 20 guys sitting at these desks with all their decorations already put up. I'm like, okay, so it's definitely, like, a corporate vibe. And, like, I see that Hector has an office. I see that we're next to the, the PVP or what, what were they called? PVP Live. PVP Live. They're upstairs. Shout out to Scotty. No, they were on the same level. They were right there. And yeah, they were like right there. And so I'm seeing like all these people and like, Mm. it was such a weird, because like I never like introduced, I didn't know who who these people were. I don't think they even knew, knew who I was. Like I was just there to like go into a meeting or like shoot the content. So the main problem, which Davis outlined, but I'll just quickly go over. We had mm-hmm. no space. We didn't have the equipment we needed. We didn't have the lighting we needed. The studio, and I wish, maybe I'll make like a separate video where I outline some of this stuff. The little closet that they had us shooting videos in, this was when Fortnite was fucking exploding. And they put us in this very small office with black like hanging cloth as our backdrop yeah. because we're all fucking mashed in this little room. It's hot as hell. Yeah. And I got in there and I was like, so let me get this straight. I just got this pretty sick like little contract. I'm getting my housing paid for. I'm uh, on paper being treated like a rock star, quote unquote. Yeah. And y'all but can't I get, get us a better space than Yeah, this? but I get there to work, right? Mm. And it's awful. It's an awful yeah. atmosphere. The space Dude. is not what we wanted. I could tell immediately because Davis like wears his heart on his sleeve and I love him for it. And <laughs> I could tell like this is going to be really difficult. And I could yeah. tell, like, he was getting pushback, it seemed, from wanting these new things. He had this whole idea of a team that he was going to have. Jedi was going to be on that team, a team of videographers, a team of editors, a team of people twice. that were going to... Exactly, dude. This happened to poor Amanda <laughs> twice. And everything that Davis had told me he wanted to do did not get to happen, which breaks my heart for him because, like... If this, and, and to, to note, like, with the stuff going on with 100 Thieves right now, they, they just got their, what, second, third, whatever investment for yeah. this space that they got. Like, that that thing and that that space in that video is what we were told we were going to get. That type of yeah. thing. We were supposed to have, like, you know, all this stuff paid for, better vibe, more family, like, interaction, collaboration with all these teams, you mm-hmm. know, better management to help infrastructure mm-hmm. and infrastructure this whole thing and help us do what we need to do. And it was none of that when we moved there. It was like, go in this tiny room, shoot plays. Um, nobody even really likes Fortnite that much, but let's make a Fortnite video. The people that were deciding on what videos we should do ended up, like, kind of changing. And so we felt like we didn't really have a lot of creative control at first because yeah. of that. And that uh was kind of i think what led to aaron being fired when aaron got fired i was like oh this is like really not going well like the last two months where i was in dallas and nobody was here and it was shitty i was like man that really sucked but it's gonna get better the first Mm -hmm. two months in frisco were similarly shitty i was like wow this is really not going well we're not meshing with this corporate environment the way that we should and when Aaron got fired, and then uh, afterwards, right around the time my shit started too. Yeah, like, yeah. do you want to explain like what your shit was? Well, yeah, because from his point of view, like when they moved down there, that was when he, when Hitch was originally promised that he was going to be able to make his team. That was yeah. like the first thing. You're going to be the content manager. Yep. Then he finds out he has a boss, but it's okay. You're still in charge of he's, what he's you're head doing. of content, but not head of NoScope, which yeah, makes exactly. No sense because NoScope was making the content. Whatever, whatever. It's, it's whatever. all about titles. I don't care. 
it's about titles but and they were and they said like, yeah you can have a team and i remember he was like yo you you, you still canadian <laughs> like, they're having a hard yeah, time with and, the visa thing yeah but like they didn't even want me like working remotely like they were very adamant against me even being big like mistake. an editor big mistake on their big part mistake eventually yeah um so like they didn't even want me like taking some of the burden off the editing from over here and then like helping out at events and stuff that i usually go no. to anyways you want to know why jedi you want to know why because i would make way too much sense <laughs> and they ended up doing it eventually anyway oh they don't did. even bro yeah, we'll get there. We'll get but there. But then, so he, but he, even still, he's still like, we're still kind of trying to figure it out. Like, we'll, we'll bring you, we can maybe get you down here to help. I want you to work remote to start. That was like what like, Hitch wanted. And it's like, well, we'll try to figure out everything else. And then eventually, that was like almost immediately, that all gets ripped out from under him. They send him on a plane to Mexico, and then the stuff happens to Aaron. Yeah. It's so, terrible. Like, and then yeah. I believe like the blackout happens shortly after yeah, that. Blackout, like right at the same time as all that. Time. During the blackout. So here's my positioning in all this um i was still optimistic at this point that we could make this work like yeah we didn't have a lot of space and it super sucked like yeah but like this is a startup like we're growing into our shoes here like it's gonna be okay like yeah. i was possibly delusionally optimistic still i was still optimistic you can ask you some of the content guys well I, I was trying to be some of the content content guys weren't and they could maybe not understand why i was so gung-ho to try and like fix this because i was like i just moved my life across the country and it's been terrible so far i want to make something cool happen out of this yeah and so i felt like at times i was a liaison between like the corporate people like jay and chris and the content team at times yeah, um at time. after the blackout i went in for a meeting two separate meetings with jay and chris and here's where i feel like i don't like i want to talk about what was talked about in those meetings but i also don't want to sacrifice my reputation as a mm -hmm. trustworthy person and also uh, it's just hard for me to talk about man i don't think it's a good idea for me to publicly say like yeah this is what happened he said this and that's when i realized like blah like but yeah. there were things that were said in both of those because there were separate hour-long meetings with both those people. And I was trying mm -hmm. to, like, tell them kind of the view of the content team. And the, mm -hmm. and that's when Jay, he finally did explain to me, he, he wrote, like, on this whiteboard and he put, like, like, okay, here's Optic. This is how it's attached to Infinite. Here's what this company does. Here's how it would work with Optic eventually. Here's what this company does, blah, blah, blah. He lines out how all this mm -hmm. stuff is supposed to work. I was like, Ryan, this is amazing. Why did you not tell us this ever this was never yeah. communicated to us why was this not why not immediately when we were down here there's a big mixer with everybody and it's a fucking great time i asked yeah. him that and he said you're right that's that's what should have happened so that's that's the most i feel like sharing from those meetings my meeting with chris was very intense and very mm. not great vibes <laughs> um not <laughs> not that he's a bad person i don't think chris cheney is a bad person whatsoever yeah. i just think he wasn't equipped to be in that position. I feel like almost everybody that was in the positions they were in Infinite were not equipped and it wasn't able to work as a well-oiled machine because there's so much going on. You have all these different people. Yeah. Oh, I'm the head of this this little sector and here's what we do and like what they do is cool, but how does it even relate to like what this investment is for? What Bring yeah. It In Optic is for? why are things so slow to get together like we started off in that shitty little closet room then we went to the church of content in this like giant garage next to yeah, like the warehouse it's thing. such a weird place there's bugs everywhere there's like oh, flies God. landing on me while i'm doing the podcast i was like what the fuck dude and so 
And like we tried to make the best out of all those situations. The production yeah. team, Joel particularly, he handmade like the whole set I know. in that warehouse. He was there for twelve hours. And then the hours. next day, and then the next like, day, they're like, "Hey, we got this team house, and we want to have you know gears practice. We want to have the teams practice out of there, and then we want to have you guys shoot content there." So we're like, "Okay, cool. We'll go to our third shooting location, which is just a house that fucking nobody lives in, which is weird." Mm-hmm. Like, it was just it. Not what we expected, right? So to no. dial it back, sorry, I'm getting like emotionally charged. Here's no, I when I really I had conversations um, with Hector kind of about stuff too, where I was like, dude, like, and I noticed that he throughout this seemingly had like not lost control, but like he he didn't have as big of a say. Obviously, like the Halo team getting dropped, like seeing him not have a say in that was fucking insane to me. And like yeah. how that whole situation was handled, like, they're about to play in Worlds, and you don't yeah. want to pay them when they're about Come to... On. They won Worlds, right? They, they I'm pretty did. sure they won. Or they got second. They either got second or they won. I can't remember. Pretty sure they won. I think they got second, but they probably would have won had they not had all that looming over them. But... Right. Like, it's just... Yeah. It's insane to me. They did, Whoever was handling them didn't even seem Maybe to know that they were having, like, a World Championship, like, yeah. two weeks away. It was insane, bro. It was just, like, a noticeable shift... In, in Hector, in everybody that I was around. And I started to think, like, man, this, like, the vision that they have for this on paper, on paper, everything sounds great. Yeah. And they'll always do that. You'll go into a meeting and they'll say, yeah, like, we're going to fucking do this. It's going to be really sick. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, man, that actually does sound really sick. But then, like, there's no, like, action that, that follows. Yeah. And so that was what was really frustrating. And I'm not saying that the content team was perfect. You know, <laughs> we can be divas. And by we, I mean not not really me, because I was not you. I was, but no, I was, content by content by definition almost ends up having to be divas because their yeah, personalities. Like yeah. you kind of have to expect it to an extent. Somebody is gonna be a diva. Exactly. Well, it's it's. I don't even feel like we're asking that much. We just no, wanted like sets. You weren't. And good ideas. Like that's for, like, not what we're doing. a ridiculous thing to ask for. Is a set when you're promised that and you're planning on moving down there and then. You don't get it. And then you ask for a bunch of resources that they don't want to give you. And then they hire people outside and then give them all those resources that you asked for. That's upsetting. Well, that was the thing, too. And these outside people. And then Joe's included in this. Joe is the only person who was hired from the outside to actually not just pretend like he wants to do optic work. Like a lot of them did, which is fine. Of course, you're put in that environment. You're like, yeah, optic. Like they made a shirt that said, let's go optic on it in text. I, my mind was blown. I was like, what? How have we gotten to this point? These people don't understand if they just asked us or like. We could have told them. I would have, we would, if they would have showed us that shirt before, we would have said, dog, like that ain't it. Like, here's what you should do. And eventually they did listen. Eventually they did have Aaron create, help them. Yeah. But it's, but it was it's so almost like long. too little, too late. Yeah, yeah. Bro. bro, my face is getting ram so emotionally charged over this shit, bro. It's okay. I don't know if you can see. I it. get it. It's fucking charged. So, so there's a noticeable shift. Like at this point, after the blackout, and after I'd seen Hector one day, he was looking dapper as fuck. He met <laughs> up with like me and Davis and some people were out to eat. He met up with us, and he had just come from a board meeting, and he didn't tell us any information, but it was written all over his face. He was upset. And I could yeah. see that. And I think he talked about a little bit what they talked about in that meeting in the eavesdrop. But yeah. it's not my place to say, so I'm not going to say. This is just my perspective of everything that happened to people. I'm not going to say, yeah. like, what other people's experiences were. Yeah. Um, that's when I noticed there's a noticeable shift. I was like, okay, this really is, like, us versus them. And what we need to do is look out for us, right? 
So we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna show up to the content shoot and we're gonna try to do our thing. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna try to help out as much as we can. But there really wasn't like, what do you do when, when there's pushback? And then Optic Arena happens. This is the summer. We're getting to the summer now. Optic Arena happens. And the people that ran Optic Arena, I just wanna preface this by saying, um, they did a wonderful job. They did such a good job running the event, setting it up. It looked amazing. But it kind of was a representation of what that whole year was. It looked cool. In theory, it was cool. Mm-hmm. But it still wasn't cool. We were like yeah. a sideshow to an anime convention. Okay? <laughs> the people, the foot track, foot traffic that's walking through has no clue what's going on. And the yeah. people that are there paid to be there so that they could play Fortnite against each other and win this tournament. They're not even there to meet you know, Scumpy or whoever, or meet yeah. us or be a part of Opt. Like, it was such a weird event. Like, yeah, I got to play Fortnite on the main stage against these people who paid to come compete against me, which, by the way, I was terrible at Fortnite. Don't even like Fortnite. Why is this not a Call yeah. of Duty event when it's Optic? Yeah, Ooh, seriously. I could go on and on. Like I said, the people yeah. that ran the event, though, amazing people. Like, that's yeah. the hard part is, like, it was this overall, like, top-down vision that Infinite had that looks cool on paper, but it wasn't being, like, orchestrated. They did correctly they didn't cater it to optic yeah like they thought well if we'll just we'll do this cool event and we'll put optic on and it'll be really cool like no what they the stuff they did would have worked if it had been pretty much any other organization probably mm -hmm. or if the purpose had been building around the game not the content team that they're working with but like optic has a very distinct culture very distinct history yeah it was not being showcased in the videos and it was because deep down there was this us versus them mentality. And I had, like I said, tried to bridge that gap. I was to the point now, by the time summer came around, this is when after Jack had joined. Jack was amazing, by the way, when he joined. He came in the office the day the Halo team got dropped. They're all in this fucking town hall meeting in the lunchroom. Me and Jack yeah. and Embos are sitting outside of it like, dude, what the fuck is going on? Are you serious? And Jack, like, mm-hmm. I could tell, like, Jack was in the same boat as me. He was like, let's make this work. We're going to make this work. It's going to be great. Yeah. We're going to do it. And it doesn't end up happening. I was actually out to eat with Jack the moment I tell Hypox this. This is one of Hypox, I think, favorite stories. I was out to eat with, like, Jack, Hector, Davis, all them guys. And we're talking about something. And I saw, like, in conversation the moment in Jack's eyes when he was like, this isn't going to fucking work. And I had already (laughs) realized that a little bit. And And once I saw Jack, like, in his eyes, I saw him, like, disappointed and give up. Like, after he'd been so positive. Mm -hmm. Um that's when I knew I was like this is really not going well like this is like not only internally is the content team having a hard time with what we're trying to do and what we want to do inevitably but Mm -hmm. the management was acting like they're listening to us but really not like we would go into meetings and it'd be like yeah man like here's what we're gonna do and this is what's gonna happen Mm -hmm. and great sounds great and then pat on the back and then you go for two weeks and you don't hear anything there's no follow-up there's no like anything right and this is why the vibes are important when you're trying to do something like this. If we'd mm-hmm. come in and there was space for us to, to play in, right? Because we're like yeah. grown little adult babies, the content yeah. team. I'm just kidding. No, but like, I'm sorry. That's ridiculous to accept, to expect. Even from a filming standpoint, how can you expect people to be in a room that you can't even like fit lights into and an air Bro, conditioner? we were in like some fucking, the, the, the set that they had like finally gotten um by the time like joe and them were hired and like with proper Mm -hmm. lighting like when davis was already like stepped down and davis was like a content creator now which was kind of weird at first obviously he's crushing it now but it was kind of weird at first to see him like shift his focus Mm -hmm. we were in like some like x science lab and then there was like a shower room in the next 
thing. It was fucking weird, bro. Like, it was, it was strange times for sure. And the vibes are important because we, if we had had, like, felt like we were listened to or felt like we were communicated to or felt like we were a part of what was going on, we could have maybe made those rooms work. Like, if it was, like, a grassroots vibe and Davis was like, well, fuck, this is the stupid room they gave us to shoot in, but let's still make it happen. Like, they have made that... Optic has notoriously made things happen, right? Mm -hmm. But that's why vibes are important. I know that sounds stupid, like, on paper to a businessman, like, the vibes are important, but they are. You need a culture surrounding not only your team, you need your content team. That's why, and again, I point to 100 Thieves because, like, I'm so happy for Matt... They've killed it on every aspect, it seems like. Obviously, yeah, they're not profitable, but, like, what esports org is besides, like, FaZe, like, <laughs> they're, it's it's so amazing to see them do so well, but when I see this happening, like, they slowly build up their offices. That's what we should have done. Yeah. That's what it seems like they're trying to do. That's what we were promised. Exactly. <laughs> it's just like, bro, I can't even, I can't even, like, begin to understand like, where it all went wrong. I don't think it's on... quarters is what you guys should have started with. Like, well, no, that's yeah. what you guys should have walked into is something like the hex quarters where you can move things around, make it what it needs to be, what it needs to be it. Yeah, exactly. And, like, when Hector got the hex quarters, like, that's when I knew, like, there was definitely, like, Hector and Infinite. He got <laughs> his own space up the fucking road. Like, what a big dick move. I was so... I'm so happy for him, too, that, like, everything that the hex quarters has turned into so far... And, like, mm-hmm. it can turn into so much more, which is what's exciting it. to me. Like, it's an amazing place. It's truly, like, a haven for content. And I think yeah. that's important. Like, somebody going to bat for you. Like, Hector's going to bat for me. Hector's going to bat for everybody in this culture. Why did an infinite mm-hmm. go to bat for us? Why did, when things were promised us, why were we, like, trying to make do in a warehouse full of flies? Right? It just doesn't make any sense. And so... Chris eventually, I can't, I can't remember when exactly this happened, but Chris eventually steps down. Um, this was the shakeup. So that this was the shakeup. So this is in the fall. Too long ago. Yeah, the fall. Yeah, this was in the year. fall. So like that's kind of like the summer. Like the vibes were down, and it was just we're still doing weekly content. I'm still getting paid. Like, listen, I'm not gonna sit here and sound like like an asshole. Like I was getting paid. I was getting my apartment paid for. Dream like scenario, right? Like who wouldn't want that? Mm-hmm. But it's just watching what you love it's, be sacrificed yeah, by it's, the It's watching, like, how we have this opportunity and we're blowing it. Everybody is blowing it. Like, the people in charge, blowing it. And you can't say they didn't based on everything that's happened. You can't. Like, at the time, when I was in it, I was like, man, uh, they're kind of blowing it, like, pretty big. Like, what's going to end up happening? I thought, like, everything that just happened in the last, like, couple months was going to happen, like, six months ago. Like, I saw yeah. this shit coming. And so that was, like, over the summer, I started to get really kind of not into it in the fall that's when the first infinite shakeup happens they cut a bunch of people and they put Mm -hmm. jay as the new president he was the vice president before now he's the president he's in charge the whole problem which he jay said in an interview was chris cheney which i don't think even and even the people hating on jay now i don't think there's one singular person you can pin all of this on i think it's miscommunication and mismanagement from the top down and it's those multiple people that are at the top that are the kind of like made everything a little more difficult right yeah and like i said the content team wasn't perfect throughout the whole thing but like it's not unreasonable to expect what we are expecting and i stick by that like it should have been way different and seeing like these other content teams have it be way different have their investors have their fucking back like 
it's sad to see like as having investors be smart enough to realize that the reason why they wanted to invest in these companies is because they managed to get where they were alone and knew what they were doing so just give them the resources to do it better and get out of the way well that's probably what they thought they were doing because they were sold this whole idea of like and here's all these little pieces and here's how they fit together and blah blah blah. but it's really in reality it was like it was like 60 different people trying to cook one filet yeah. mignon. It's not going to work. But they weren't giving certain people resources. Literally, if you have somebody coming to you that's been doing the content for X amount of time and says, this is what I need to succeed, and then you say yes, and then you say no, and then you end up just giving those resources to somebody that you're paying anyways. Like, <laughs> yeah. What are you, like, again, again, it's probably still not all down to one person, but it's just like, it's frustrating. It was very frustrating to say the least, Jedi. And it's almost like nobody wanted to listen to, no, honestly, nobody wanted to listen to the people who knew what was best because everybody had their own agenda in their head about how something was going to work if they moved forward. So if anybody was like a naysayer being like, look, I've been doing this for years. This isn't going to work. That's They'd exactly like, how it was. Too bad. We're doing it anyways. And we'll find, we'll replace you with the, with anybody who will actually just keep saying yes. That's a great yeah. idea. You can't. Yeah. It felt like everyone in the office was like, yes, yes, yes. Like, like I remember when I was in there and they were like, yeah, we're going to expand to India. We're going to have this India, India fucking team and we're going worldwide. And like that excitement from the person who's running in and like facilitating it and trying to make it work. Like that excitement was there. They were trying their best. But when yeah. they told me that I was like, yeah, man. But meanwhile, like... the core of what you've bought is being treated poorly and not facilitated properly. And you're going to go utilize, not utilize properly. Like mm-hmm. meanwhile, it's just too much. It was too much. Like too you're soon. sitting on a gold mine right here and then you just start digging over here well they bought well because they i think i think they bought optic and they had all these ideas like like and on paper this plan sounds great right and i'm Mm -hmm. sure that's why the investors were like yeah here's all this money go do it i would guarantee you i felt like i was overpaid and i don't even feel like i got paid that much like for what i was doing showing up once or twice a week overpaid like but not because i don't know plan that that's what you guys were well, yeah, doing and then, they like, thought it was going to be different and i think everybody and maybe i'm wrong on this but i feel like everybody that was there was getting overpaid and i feel like and i knew in my head i was like this is not gonna last is it so like and then that's when all these layoffs happen yeah. yeah oh dude i was i was like <laughs> i was like hold on now like they're all going out by bottles i'm like yeah, that's me, me right I'll, now I'll, like, I'll get a pack of blue moons like that's it yeah <laughs> so like <laughs> So the the shakeup happens. All these people get laid off. Chris is out. Jay is in, and Jay mm-hmm. comes to the content team with one last burst of hope, I think, and says, "Hey guys, we're gonna really focus on optic. We're gonna do what we should have been doing the whole damn time. Let's fucking go." And in my head, I'm past it. Like I think we're all past. It. If I'm past it, you know, like embos and stuff. It. I don't want to yeah. speak for them, but like if I'm past no, it. But- they everybody's passed it like we're at Everybody this point we're it. like yeah but i remember there's i forgot to mention this there was like there was a two-week period where they wanted the whole content team to move to la i remember that bro i was like and they weren't gonna the pay content, me any more money i was the like content team wanted to i think too, no part but. of the some of the content guys did like half of us didn't want to move half of us did yeah and they weren't going to increase our pay so i was like wait why would i pay more than two times what i'm paying now in rent and they, they're like, we're not going to pay yeah. for your apartment. We're not going to raise your pay. I was like, why would I move? And we're probably not going to pay for your move. Why would I move twice? I don't. I was mind blown. Yeah, no, I was like, I at that it. point, I was like, start looking at apartments in Minnesota. Because I was like, <laughs> fuck that, dude. I'm not moving to L.A. For what? Unless they're going to, like, put me up somewhere. Yeah, I get the, te- the state income taxes alone for what I do. Terrible. So anyway. Mm-hmm. 
that's when stuff like kind of starts like Jay's like trying we're in these meetings and everything sound like it's like I said all these meetings went the same everyone says what they want to say they decide they want to put everybody in a house instead of move to LA they put them in a house the vibes start to increase right in the house it seems like everything's going a little bit better I think they bring you in at this point things are going a little bit yeah. better December I got brought in yeah and so right December in. was the time I had this big sit down with Jay I can't remember why why we ended up having this sit down but I told him I am so unhappy here like I don't even like being in the content I I gained weight while I was down there because I was just fucking depressed I gained so much weight I got bro I got not broken up with it things didn't work out i was going through it the whole year yeah everything turns out to be a shit show there are some good things that i will talk about at the end that happened yeah but i'm getting fucking flamed in the optic videos because and davis said this i think best like none of us really were properly utilized like we would show up to the shoot and they're like yeah today you're playing with water balloons and i'm like why like why? i can't <laughs> we have deliverables but like maybe we should re focus some of this stuff right and like what we excel at what what why aren't we using each person like embos to their fullest like fulfillment like why isn't yeah. embos doing like rap reaction stuff on the channel why isn't like there's just so countless things yeah. in series that rap davis discussion. had had in mind like mm -hmm. that would have been amazing and they didn't happen yeah. so anyway we're past that at this point though mm -hmm. So but things at least I think in December were starting. They that's when I feel like things were at least they were trying to get things better. Yeah. And there was another little glimmer of hope because that's when I came in and started working. Yeah. And the vibes weren't perfect, but they were better. Mm -hmm. They were getting more people involved in the trivia. They were getting more teams for things. Like it was it was going it was going decent. That's um it was going decent, but I was already done, basically. Yeah. Like I I, I came in and talked to Jay. I said, Listen, I'm not happy being in these videos. Um, I'm not even sure, like, being down here is what I want anymore, basically. Yeah. And I, I told him that. So this, the incoming stuff that happened after is kind of my own doing. And I knew that going into it. I told him, listen, I'm going to go home for Christmas in January for three weeks. Is that okay? Can I skip three weeks and whatever? And Jay's like, of course, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, <laughs> okay, uh, I'm going home. And I wanted to go home for that long to kind of, like, really just, like, take a break. And I told him, I said, Recharge. Uh, yeah, I said, I'm going to go home, I'm going to recharge, and I'm going to come back. Like, I don't want to just run away when stuff gets hard or I'm un unhappy. I want to, like, really take a break and then come back recharged fully and, like, let's hit it, hit the ground running. He's like, cool, mm -hmm. sounds great. I leave, and during my third week there, Jay texts me. He's like, hey, can you have a meeting? I was like, this is not good, is it? I was like, no, nah, I'm still in Minnesota, bro. I'm he's just like, dash. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, okay. I'm like... Oh, something bad's about to happen. Like in my head, I'd already yeah. decided that I wanted to move back home, but I I'd, I'd kind of timelined it in my head for like the fall, not yeah. the summer. So yeah, I get it. Yeah. So I go back in, and this is where I think like I feel disrespected, but at the same time, since I had done everything I'd done, like I've been here for ten years, I was on time to the fucking shoots ninety eight percent of the time. I was put in my best effort whenever I could I mm -hmm. was not asked to leave but he said hey like remember that time you said you wanted to move home or you want to be home I said yeah he's like how'd you like home I was like it was good I loved it I had a great time well we wanted to go back to the way things were before and I said in my head I was like where well, I was in Minnesota and you weren't paying me like while all the other content people are getting paid you want me to to go home this core group of people are getting paid but i'm not gonna i didn't say that yeah. but i said well what 
what is what is your vision of how I fit in the team? And yeah. he says, well, just we'll go back to the way it was before. And I could tell he had a really hard time in this meeting kind of saying it. Um, and I said to him, I was like, just, just be straight up with me. I'd rather you be straight up with me instead of, like, mm-hmm. trying to not hurt my feelings. You're not going to hurt my feelings, dude. Like, I don't have anything personally against Jay. I think he's – I think he must have – I don't know why he did what he did or how things got so messed up from a top-down managerial level. I don't have anything yeah. personally against him. I just think that he didn't properly handle this whole situation. And a lot of people in the management levels didn't handle this situation properly. And I'm not a fucking expert, okay? Maybe if you yeah. put me in the same situation, I don't flourish either. I don't fucking know. But I know that he didn't set Optic up for success. And so yeah. when he asked me to move home, I, of course, wanted to because I said, well, yeah, I want to move home, but I still want to be involved. Like, I've been involved in this team for 10 years. And he's, I said, well, what's your guys' like, you know, how do you see me working, like, with the brand? And he didn't seem to have any fucking idea. And so I'm thinking on my feet in his office. I think he was trying to fucking heat me out because he had this, like, space heater on. It was kind of cold at the time. And it was hot as shit in there, Jed. I was sweating. I think he was sweating, too. I think it was, like... He was no, he wasn't trying to intimidate me, but it was fucking hot as shit in there. So I'm like trying to think on my feet, and I said, "Well, you know, I've told and I've told Chris this in our meeting uh, before, and I told Jay this before. I've told almost all the people that I want to one day move into some type of like team management position where I'm working on the corporate side instead of on the other side of the camera. I want to like either manage a content team, manage a content channel. I've been thinking about like managing other creators I think would be a really cool opportunity for me because I understand what it's like to be a content creator I understand their language how they speak what they need but I also understand from working with brands over the last decade that Mm -hmm. like there's certain ways to handle things and I've been and now I'm I'm, I just turned 30 right I've been doing this content thing I'm still I'm still a streamer I still like to stream but like yeah I'm thinking about the next 10 years of what I want to build right yeah and I don't think it's being in a water balloon video for Pepsi like I don't <laughs> think that's my future and that's okay I want to yeah, do totally fine. something else and so I'm in, on my feet not literally but in this meeting I'm thinking well I've been a part of the brand for 10 years I love optic I breathe optic I want to push mm-hmm. this brand forward how mm-hmm. can I still Absolutely. be involved with that is there any type of um kind of like position where either with social media or with content that I could still do that and we kind of come to a conclusion that, yeah, he's like, and this is what kind of made me upset, but he's like, oh, wow, I think that could be a great idea. I'm like, how do you not come in here with a something like this for me? <laughs> it kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. And after the meeting, I went directly to the Hex quarters. I texted him. I said, hey, can you talk? And he said yes. And so I was thinking, okay, he's just there hanging out. I get there, and he's doing this whole photo shoot for Turtle Wag. So Hector says, like, yeah, come over. Let's talk, like, while he's working, essentially. So I kind of wait around, and my quote-unquote agent guy's there. And I walk in, and I fucking love this guy. I don't want to, like, I don't know if he'd want to be named or not. But he's like, hey, how are you? Like, he hasn't seen me in a while in person. So I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I was so happy to see him. I wasn't crying or anything, but I was like... I was like, man, like, he's like, how have you been? I'm like, well, you see, I just got fired, basically. So, uh, what's up, bro? No, but I actually told him, because I trust this guy a lot. He, like I said, he's the one that kind of helped me with my contract. And he's helped me in the past on different things. And I said, yeah, like, this is what's up. But he's like, that's so shitty. And I was like, I know. <laughs> and I kind of told him, like, you know, my what my future plans are, like, working, like, 
what I thought with at the time would be optic, like working in management or something like that. He's like, you'd mm-hmm. be great for that. And I was like, yeah, dude, I know. But like, I just, I'm just not it's sure like what that is. You know, I'm not sure. I'm, like I said, like whatever I do next will be fucking amazing. And I'm very excited um, for whatever. I literally don't know what, what's going to happen next for me or for optic mm-hmm. or whatever, but I'm very excited. So anyway, I go there, basically not heartbroken, but I feel minorly disrespected. Jay texts me after the meeting. He's like, yo, talked it over. We'd love to continue working with you. And I'm like, of course. But I go to Hector immediately because I trust Hector a lot. He's my, he's always been there for advice for me for, I've asked him advice a lot of times. Right. Yeah. And he sets aside this time for me while he's in the middle of this turtle wax thing. We go into a meeting room and he can tell it's probably not good. And I tell him what's going on and he's fucking pissed. He was really upset. I don't know, and I, I really genuinely don't know this because he didn't tell me in the meeting. Um, and Hector is kind of like with his plans. He never really tells, he's always told me his plans, but only when they're like solid and he knows yeah. they're going to be executable, which mm-hmm. is something that another company could have taken a fucking page out of his book about because he doesn't want to say, you know, like, oh yeah, well this, you know, don't worry, maybe this will happen. Like he's not that type of guy. And no. so I tell him, and I, he said, the first thing he asked, he was, he was very mad, but he was like, well, do you want to go home? And I said, I really genuinely do. I think I'll be happier at home. I would love to yeah. still work with the team from home if it's possible, but we'll fucking see, right? And I tell yeah. him about this possible, like, new situation, and he's like, well, if you need to go home, like, you should definitely go home. Like, I understand, like, I moved, like, he moved his whole family to Texas, you know? Yeah, he did. Essentially, I'm like, I miss my family, and I miss home, like, this is not my home base. And... He understood completely. He said, maybe you're going to go home and you're going to get, like, rejuvenated for content, which is, like, still possible. I think once I get yep. through this health stuff that I'm going through, yeah. that's still definitely possible for me. Um, but I basically told him, and long story long from that meeting, like, he was very upset. And I think it further kind of distanced him, I think, from, oh, absolutely. like, wanting to... I don't know. And I don't, like I said, I don't know if Jay or if Hector had knowledge of the sale coming through at that point. Neither of them shared that information with me, which is not surprising. Like I said, Hector's not the type of guy to be like, well, maybe this will happen. But he was, he was like, bro, whatever. He didn't say bro, but he was like, you know, whatever you need, like, I'm here for you. And I was like, I appreciate that. And like, well, at that point, he still would have been personally optimistic with his plans going. No. Yeah. And I I think the vibe that I got, because there was a certain point where, Hector distanced himself from content. The Call of Duty team was not cooperating to be in content, um, mm-hmm. which is understandable. They're very in- ingrained with Hector. And yep. I don't hold anything against him for that because that's the way she she rolls sometimes. And yeah. so, like, that was why I was so unhappy, too, was, like, you know, not having... It wasn't a unit. It wasn't a unit, and it was because all of this stuff is happening in the background, and it made everything just super difficult. And I... Had had a, I didn't know about the sale, but I'd had a feeling that something like this was coming. I had a feeling that the current investors were probably not having a great time <laughs> with what was going on. And that's just like common sense, right? It's not even like yeah. any like background information that I had. I feel like this whole like, let's just get midnight out of our hair type of thing was the vibe. And they tell me, they're like, hey, we'll like pay up to this amount of money for you to move home. And we'll like, let's continue working together. And so I'm like, dude, like, if I'm about to, like, secure, like, a different type of job with Optic and then they get sold and I still have that position, that's fucking dope. Like, let's go. I'm down to push the brand forward mm-hmm. um, as long as Hector's involved. And yeah. so when when all this happens, I kind of, like, 
I have these like dreams of social media. We end up coming upon the the decision that I'm going to start to make like content for the Twitter, content for the Instagram, like kind of like legacy style content where we're going to like, you know, show the best moments of this. And I'm like, I'm going to yeah. go through like, cause I know everything that's happened in the last 10 years. Yeah, I can easily course. go back and say, Oh, remember in like 2016 when fucking whatever, remember when yeah. the crazy X games moment happened, put that in there. Mm -hmm. Like, like I know all that stuff. I'm a content creator. So I was still like basically creating, I was going to be creating content and yeah. also doing social media, which is like, fucking like a dream role right like yeah that's lit and i don't think that's gonna happen because so much stuff has changed now and so now yeah. i and i want to say this i will say i was handled properly by infinite on my way out they paid me for two months for barely any work mm -hmm. before i left they gave me they initially wanted to give me 60 days i asked for 90 they agreed on 90 they said hey well you know you're still contracted so like you're making it like obviously everything did like work out even though you don't really know what's happening from this point on you did yeah. manage to talk to them into you know giving like a potential position that you would have been really happy doing but when it was all happening at the time it was like really messed up because i remember you came to me yeah and i was like how the hell can they do that to you you've been there for so long like not from right from the beginning but basically yeah you know, from the inception the beginning of, like, of content, content almost content exactly so it was it's so weird to have that happen which is why I think like like Davis came to your defense so quickly and so intensely that people did think the situation was way worse. Yeah. But it was a messed up situation. I'm not trying to downplay like what the you turned it into a good position. I did. And personally wanted to be back in Minnesota. That's, that's just how I am. Like as a person. Like yeah, like I yeah, wanted to be are. in Minnesota and I am that type of person like Davis like and he I think he said on an episode of Flycast like I respect Ashley so much because like she still showed up to these shoots and still did her thing while she knew she was fucking like over, you know, <laughs> basically with content. And I yeah. was like, yeah, like that did really suck. Like the first like I think the first shoot I showed up to after I got quote unquote fired was um a few royale where we got shot with paintballs which we shot twice indoors and outdoors and then it didn't even get to be uploaded so yeah. like i was just it, that was just kind of the atmosphere i was in and yeah. it was it was a really weird time and i think like maybe it's just my like delusional optimism at some points where i'm able to be like yeah well i'm gonna turn this into fucking something or like my life and maybe this is the wrong way to look at it but stuff just always kind of falls into my lap like, yeah, I just kind of, like, I'm able to kind of just be really chill about stuff, whereas Davis is, like, fucking angry on the Flycast on my behalf, which I, like, appreciate because there are some things that I did get fucked over on really bad, and I'm not going to come yeah. out and bitch, except for this whole podcast, <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to come out and say, like, yeah, dude, I got fucked. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I do want to say that on paper with Infinite, everything did work out. They did pay for my move home. I appreciate it. It doesn't make it feel like a total loss. Um, but I was also jerked around a lot in that year and a half. And I was also oh, at times mistreated as well as other people. Mismanaged. Mismanaged. Mis I think mismanaged is a better word. I don't feel like I was yeah. on a personal level mistreated. But I just no. think the whole thing was mismanaged from the beginning. I don't have anything bad to say personally about anybody at Infinite. They're all personally like on an interpersonal level with me decent people especially like um like the the content team and the people that help with the deliverables we did have some good fucking times like my favorite shoot we ever did was for uh the few royale the go-karts and the flower that was so fun that was my yeah that was such a sick video that Jedi. was good yeah that yeah, was so that good. One was good that was the most fun i ever had getting to 
be surrounded by all these amazing people, meeting new people like Hypoc mm -hmm. and just getting closer with them, meeting Joe and Roger yeah. and all yeah. that. Like it was, there was some good fucking times, bro, but yeah. it wasn't because of the infrastructure of infinite, which is ultimately disappointing. Yeah. Because you see these other teams like, like FaZe or Hundred Thieves or just these other like like envious like they're getting these these big investments and it appears luminosity yeah luminosity it yeah. appears that these from the outside looking in from little midnight just looking in it appears mm -hmm. that their investors and their management is working with them on a yep. good level and they're progressing whereas Optic has now and I don't want to talk too much about like the future stuff but Optic has now disintegrated right before us um like we don't have a Gears team anymore we don't yeah you know there's just certain things where it's like a year ago we had a dota team a gears team a cs team a fucking call of duty team league overwatch league overwatch and now it's like yeah. what the fuck is going on yeah like now they like gears is gone they have to get rid of cs and they have to get rid of Overwatch. yeah and so i don't want to i don't want to talk anything about the new ownership um this is all just my my you know, kind of just experience with Infinite, experience with Optic during that time chunk. Um, I don't know what Hector's going to do next, in case you guys ask. I don't think he's shared it with many people. Um, I don't know what it is. But I do know that whatever is going to happen out of this, know that whatever I do, it's because I genuinely want to do it. Yeah. Like, I do still, I'm still going to stream. I still stream. I do want to start uploading more, and I, I still like creating content, but I'm not, like, Midnight, the OG content creator. Like, I don't want, that's not who I want to be in 10 years. I want to progress yeah. in this industry. I still want to work in esports. I want to work, like, with creators or with, with a team. Like, I I don't know, man. I don't know what that all means. Um, <laughs> I had some fucking good times in Texas, too. My One of my favorite stories is just like all meeting like all the people i did down there and like partying with them or meeting up with them all the late night talks that we had about stuff like this going on like yeah. heart to hearts and shit like it was an interesting time in my life but i'm glad that that texas chapter is closed and it, it down deep down i'm not mad i'm just sad because i know that like what could have happened had the management been a little better had we got integrated better had the plan been a little more focused around optic and yeah working with that like it could have been amazing and that's yeah. what makes me so sad um makes me sad too there was still some good times in there bro shout out yeah. to joe shout out to hypox shout out to all those guys um but rallied. Rall yeah rally too of course he came at the end yeah. dude oh when i first met rallied so I first met Rally. I think I was actually in the building to see Jay and have that meeting. Oh, damn. And, or maybe it was for some deliverable. I don't remember why I was there. I was there to pick up. They had, like, boxes of old men. It was just it was so weird, bro. But, like, yeah. I met Rally, and he's so excited to move yeah. down there. And I was already in my head. I'm clocked out. I'm looking home. Like, I'm, my, my compass is pointed yeah. north, bro. Like, yeah. I met him. He's so excited. And I, uh, he was asking, like, yeah, how is everything? And I was like, yeah, man, like, welcome, bro. Like, welcome. sick, dude. Yeah. Fucking Sheila was amazing. Sheila was amazing oh, Sheila. To, to fucking work with. And yeah, I'm sad I never got to go visit her lizards. Her lizards are, they're fucking legit, bro. I want to meet the Sheba. Dude. Oh, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. She just got her dog. She got her dog right before I was leaving. I didn't get to yeah. meet him. But 
that's my fucking story man i can't believe we fat we or we fat we fit it into an hour it's pretty i know it's crazy (sighs) wild i feel like this maybe helps explain to people why i was so stressed almost all the time there were so many thoughts that happened throughout the last year and a half of like why is this happening what can we do oh that didn't work well what about this Mm -hmm. maybe we could do that well am i even gonna have a job in two months like what's going on like why is nothing being communicated like all of those feelings of unrest are kind of what contributed to poor content out of me uh, lack of dedication and not to use it as an excuse but it really did hinder my growth as a person and as a content creator while i was down there and that sucks to see it does suck so you go into it so hopeful yeah no i really did i went down there like even after the first couple months were shit i was like we still got this bro yeah just a rough start rocky start we didn't got this dude we We didn't didn't we didn't got this it didn't (laughs) work out well and i don't even know what's gonna happen next man who knows no one knows no one literally no one knows neither side seems to know what's going on i'm just here like i'm still still gonna stream i'm whatever i do next i'm gonna fucking want to do it though and i'm excited so because that's just how i am but any I'm other, just coasting like, until it blows up in my face. Yeah, same. Basically, <laughs> same. So, yeah. th- is there anything else you want to add, like with the whole infinite thing? No, I think like that's pretty much it. Because like, it, like I said, a lot of it was just like weird communication things. Like I said, they I got clearance pretty much twice for them, and like this, the first time was more like the rocky, like, hey, never mind, that's not working out. The second time though, like they we made a group. We had, we had, we like Hitch made us all get this like messenger thing. He made a group of us for all the people that were going to be involved. And then he was going to get in touch with us. And then it was just like almost within like a week, the whole thing got pulled up from under his feet again. Like, I don't understand how you can give somebody clearance to start reaching out to people so that they would start making decisions that could probably affect their lives. Yeah. And then just nothing i don't bl- i do not blame davis nothing davis no. has gone to bat for me yeah like so many times and for this kind of there's stuff there's no way that he could have known what was about to happen he i wouldn't have known i think the same for hector like people rag yeah. on him quite a bit for everything no. because he sh- he sold like majority but he there's no the way people he that were known. his friends yeah. would have had his back and if he if he had known this do you think he would have done this like no. He, and to if look he at- was really just about the money and he was going to leave, he'd be gone by now. It'd be oh, done. Sure. He'd be like, frick it. He, yeah. But he cares. It just didn't work out the way that anybody thought it was going to work out. Yeah. And I think ultimately, um, like, with Hector's just vision, work ethic, and understanding of the space, I think he's going to be fine. Yeah. But I don't but know. He what, wants, but he yeah, wants I don't know what the hell's going to happen with Optic, bro. Who knows? I don't know. I'm glad that I got in at least at some point. Like, uh, Roger, you know, hit me up over TwitchCon, which was in, like, September, October. And I, at this point, I had put it all behind me. I was like, yeah, it's not going to happen. And then he was like, you know what? Still considering you. Still considering you. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, whatever. And then, like, finally, like, right either the very end of November, or, like, the first week of December, he's like, how would you like to edit videos remotely? And I was like, hell yes so like i've been trying to do that for like a yeah. year <laughs> but then i found out that they under not him but they undercut me and i was really excited at the time but then it was like months later he's like you should have asked and i was like no no bro no but it's being sad just Big trying to get sad. your foot in the door i got my foot in the door basically the way that i describe it now is that i foot put my foot in the door so y'all could just run the fuck out the other way <laughs> yeah 
I mean, <laughs> there comes a point when the room is just starting to smell like shit, though, and you gotta go, <laughs> man. You gotta, you gotta go. go, bro. That's fair. I'm really thankful for what I got to do, and I'm still, like I said, I'm still coasting along. You know, I'm still yeah. doing stuff. So it's I'm still getting paid until everything falls apart. So it's you know. Yeah, we'll see, man. I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like... I'm just everybody's hoping for the best. Yeah. Hoping that's what I've been doing for two years. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> no, nah, man, it it could have went better. It could have went a tiny bit worse. Um, like when Hector and Davis talk about in the eavesdrop how the Call of Duty team uh wanted to yeah. leave. When that, that was happening, I was it. fully aware that that was happening, and that oh, yeah. added to my stress. I was like, dude, if the COD team leaves, like that everybody's kaput, and then what the fuck am I gonna do? Like, like I had no like. There was no answers, no communication no. during that time. And so that was Scary. when I was like the most stressed. I was like about about a, a year or so before, like a year or so ago, maybe a little more than a year. That was when I was yeah. the most stressed in Texas. And I think like once that happened, I was like, dude, if they're talking about getting rid of the Call of Duty team, like they don't give a fuck <laughs> about me. They don't give a fuck about like what makes Optic Optic. No. It was crazy, bro. Yeah, crazy yeah, times, scary. man. I'm glad I yeah. went through it. I'm not glad it happened, but I'm glad I no. went through it because I just saw some unprecedented shit. I was a part of it. <laughs> I was privy to all this stuff that's happening. And yeah. I know now what not to do in certain that's scenarios. Keep <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's going to end. Yeah. yeah. True. It's always hindsight 2020. Yeah. <sighs> it just sucks scary. to watch these other esports orgs just kill it. I know like, that that's what makes been it us, worse. Man. That's what makes it sad. Like we were the one bad batch. Of I know it shouldn't have been. And I'm not saying I want anything. Obviously, I don't wish that one of those works had failed. Instead, oh, no, there's no, no, enough no. room for all of oh, us yeah. to be succeeding. Yeah, no, there's like these other orgs. They're killing it, mm -hmm. or they appear to be killing it, um, yeah. and they're making the right moves for for their longevity. Mm -hmm. And to know that. That could easily have been us as well. Oh, yeah. Not in, not instead of, but in addition to. In addition to, yeah. Just makes me sad. Anyway, I just wanted to let you guys know what the fuck I've been through for the last year and a half. Why I've at times appeared stressful. Also, I have this health stuff still ongoing, and it's been Hella. really difficult, bro. But mm -hmm. it, like during this cross country move, I've been being treated for something or trying to get treated for something, and now I'm like basically kind of started over in Minnesota with new health insurance, and it's mm -hmm. been. A shit show, but shit show. it's it's got to get better eventually. So that's kind of what I'm holding on to. Yeah, um, absolutely. Comment what you guys think. I just wanted to tell you guys my experience, and you know I'm still optimistic for the future, especially for me. But yeah, that's what happened. That's, that's my perspective what on what happened. That's my TED talk. That's my TED talk. Thanks for coming. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Make sure to subscribe, follow both of our channels. Uh, your preferred listening device or platform make sure to follow us there leave a review mm -hmm, five mm -hmm. stars always helps yeah appreciate it um that's it my voice hurts and i'm out <laughs> sick outro ashley sick outro. bye guys <laughs>